Some of the major threats that are facing penguins today are, are climate change and fishing. So one of the major fisheries in the Antarctic is for Antarctic krill, which is used for both aquaculture and also for supplements, so dietary supplements. And there's a large concern that because penguins are so dependent on krill in the Antarctic, that fishing krill in the Antarctic will leave them insufficient prey uh, to, to maintain their populations and to survive. So certainly that's a major concern and I've worked uh, closely with the Commission for the Conservation of Antarctic Marine Living Resources to make sure that we can sustainably manage that krill fishery. But perhaps an even bigger threat to Antarctic penguins is climate change. And the Antarctic Peninsula where I work is one of the most rapidly warming places on the planet and it's having impacts on sea ice and, and on krill and that's certainly one of the major things that's causing changes in their distribution and abundance. So what's interesting about climate change in the Antarctic is that it's quite heterogeneous. So on the Antarctic Peninsula, the, the, it's getting quite a bit warmer and the season over which sea ice is present along the coast is getting shorter and shorter. So sea ice is both a barrier for penguins because it prevents them from reaching the colony, but it also provides a nursery for Antarctic krill, which is their main food supply. So as the sea ice is declining, the krill populations are also declining, and those species of penguins that rely on Antarctic krill are themselves declining. So we see southward shifts in movement among the subantarctic species. So the subantarctic species that like open water, for them the Antarctic Peninsula is getting um, more suitable for them, and they're increasing in abundance and moving southward. But, but Adelie penguins in particular that are very much restricted to the Antarctic are finding it harder and harder to find krill on the Antarctic Peninsula and their populations have declined drastically. So we find that they are no longer able to sustain themselves along much of the western Antarctic Peninsula. We in fact when we're in the field we count them one by one so it's, it's not rocket science. We literally count every single nest and chick um, that we can find at a particular site. Luckily the nests don't move, so nests are a little bit easier, uh, but the chicks are quite a bit harder. Uh, we have to herd them into small groups and uh, they will stay motionless long enough that we can get a good count and then we'll move on to the next group. But they're not, but they're not easy to count, particularly when we can't see them all at the same time. Increasingly, we're using satellites to count penguins and that's one of the most exciting areas of, of penguin science, in my opinion, is the ability to use satellites uh, to do the kind of survey work uh, in areas that we can't reach easily uh, on foot. Yeah. Working in the Antarctic is, uh, it, it's amazing, uh, but it's certainly very challenging. Where in the Antarctic summer, the, the weather is not actually worse than what we might get in Boston or even on Long Island. We don't get the bitter cold that you might see in other parts of, in parts of the U.S. The temperatures hover right around freezing. What we really deal with is, is precipitation, so sleet, driving rain, um, uh, snow, wind, um, those kinds of things that make it really difficult to work in the Antarctic. But by and large, it's just an amazing place to work. The, the, the animals and the wildlife, and in fact, the other people that you meet in the Antarctic, uh, make, it, make it worth braving the horrible weather uh, that these penguins endure all year long.